0: Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure, or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Today we'll be in 1 John. Before John gets started with his letter, he tells the readers why he's writing. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation because it captures the excitement that John has in being able to share all he has experienced in Jesus. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one, who is life itself, was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you that what we ourselves had actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. Can you imagine being with Jesus? God with us, being right there in front of you, talking to you, putting his hand on your shoulder, walking with you, teaching you. For three years, John had done that. He was one of the twelve men Jesus spent most of his time with. And John was in the inner circle of those men. Jesus took him in when he healed Jairus' daughter. He was with Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration. He was next to Jesus in the seat of honor at the Last Supper. On the cross, Jesus entrusted John with his mother. John was the first disciple to see the empty tomb, and he was in the room when Jesus revealed himself after the resurrection. In John's gospel, he calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. If anybody knew Jesus, John did. But he didn't want to keep that knowledge of Jesus to himself. For years, he told his story repeatedly, spreading the message of the gospel. He'd even written the gospel of John. By the time he wrote 1 John, he was pretty old. He wanted to share who Jesus was with more people. He wanted them and us to experience Jesus as he had, God in the flesh. If I were to talk to John, I'd have so many questions. What did Jesus look like? What color were his eyes? What made him different from other people? Was it his voice? A look he had? His smile? The way he took charge? How did John feel when he was with him? Did he know he was participating in the most momentous life in history? Or did it get kind of routine? Oh, oh, another miracle. Or was each miracle awe-inspiring and amazing to him? How I longed to have been among them just for a day, to be with Jesus, to touch him, to hear him speak. But that's why John writes to us. Yes, he'd spent three years with Jesus, listening, watching, and having hands-on training straight from Jesus himself. But not only those three years, oh no! Ever since Pentecost, he had had the Holy Spirit living inside of him, and he wanted that for all people. He knew his words would carry the authority of one who had been with Jesus. He wanted everyone, you and me included, to experience the joy found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We can know Jesus even more intimately than the disciples did in those three years with him because the Holy Spirit can live in us. We have the light that John goes on to describe living inside of us. We may not know what Jesus looked like when He was here on earth, but we can know what He feels like, what His authority is like, how He reacts to people, because He lives in us and works through us. If you want to know more about how the Holy Spirit can live inside of you, let me know. You can contact me at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. I'm Carla Early. Thanks for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.